Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. I wouldn't say we fell in love right away. I think we were, as they call it in the biz, trauma bonding. And then after eight years of being insufferably sober, I started drinking again. Addicts tend to be rather sensitive people. Aren't you Mark Maron? I'm like, yeah. And she goes, what happened to you? You're listening to Light Hustler. It's a podcast about addiction, recovery, and sharing your dark to find your light. I've got a special guest today. His name's Dr. Josh Lickman. Hey, everybody. He's a board-certified psychiatrist and double-boarded in addiction medicine and psychiatry, so he knows a lot of shit, and he's going to drop some of that knowledge here on us. So my question for today is... Anxiety and depression are so closely intertwined. Mm -hmm. You could say they're dating. I know for me, um, my former psychiatrist, somebody you actually went to medical school with, coincidentally. Not medical school. Whatever. You did a residence. Doesn't matter. Nobody knows who she is. Anyway, I remember her saying to me, hey. Now, and she really, really helped me. Yeah. And this was one of the things she said to me was, I don't think you suffer from depression. I think you suffer from anxiety mm-hmm. and you get anxious that you're going to get depressed. She was right. How can you tell? Well, there's no quick answer to that. Right. But, you know, although there often is this kind of hand-in-hand depression and anxiety, I see a lot of just purely anxiety anxiety patients. Well, what's that? What does that look like? Well, it, it depends. You know, there's a variety of anxiety disorders that are kind of categorized under that umbrella. So there's generalized anxiety disorder, which, you know, in, in one sentence, it's that you're a worrier. Right. Maybe that wasn't a sentence, more of a fragment. <laughs> um, then, there's, then there's panic disorder, which is that you have panic attacks. And a big part of the disorder is not just the actual panic attacks, but it's fear of having more panic attacks. Right. Then post-traumatic mm-hmm. stress disorder. That's an is, anxiety disorder? It's an anxiety disorder. Okay. And obsessive compulsive disorder is an anxiety disorder. Right. So there's several anxiety disorders. And I, it, what I really try to point out to patients with anxiety disorders is that anxiety is really oftentimes this evolutionary vestigial tail. Mm-hmm. Wow, what does that mean? I well, don't know, you're so smart. Like, so a, like a tail, okay? Right. Like a tail is useless. He, he means a T-A-L-E, not a T-A-I-L. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Um, so it, anxiety is something that in early life or whatever, you know, if you're thinking about... I'm, I'm having images of land of the lost running around dinosaurs. Our, our, our... But we're actually native to that area. We're not traveling back like the land of the lost gotcha. people. Yeah. That anxiety kept you alive. Right. That, the wild boar. Yeah. And so by being anxious and being hypervigilant, that's what kept you literally alive by being hyper aware and 
fearful of your life. Right. And the trouble is, is that we haven't actually evolved as a species since then very much. Right. And so we have these, again, these vestigial, meaning leftover systems that have so much anxiety within them and certain people have more or less and they don't do us any good in the kind of the modern world that we live in now right. without land of the lost or dinosaurs or whatever and yet we still our, our bodies and our minds think that we're you know about to die or that are we're really at risk yeah i know my meditation my meditation teacher has said when you when somebody cuts you off in traffic and you, you slam on the brakes you're flooded you know with fight or flight with a, the kind of energy and strength that you need to fight off the wild boar so absolutely. that it gets stored in your body absolutely so how come some people are not anxious i think of my boyfriend he's not anxious at all it, it definitely seems to be more prevalent in certain people and not and it seems to be a pretty genetic thing too like you'll notice families tend to have more anxiety you right. know or as i'll tell people you run anxious you run a little right. bit more anxious right well because that's also nature versus nurture if you mm -hmm. were raised by warriors certainly you're yeah. gonna worry yeah and there's always you know multiple components of it you know there's a, a nature and nurture part of it and so how do you uh, treat that? There's obviously, there's there's medication, but for anxiety, it seems like there's so many other things you can do. Yeah, well, I mean, ironically, I'm gonna kind of disagree with you here, but there's tons of different therapies for anxiety. But now, again, going back to what I said, if anxiety is mostly this physiological thing, it's something that actually responds very well to medications. Right. Because it's not necessarily nurture if, if again genetically i'm predisposed to be anxious it's creating a biological anxiety as opposed to a situational anxiety so what are the best medications for it uh, i mean it's probably not going to be a very interesting answer but i mean you know we would start off with ssris right. and typically anxiety requires a higher dosage of an ssri than just a depression would. oh i didn't know that mm -hmm. so um and then of course especially people who are uh interested in getting drugs off their doctors will try to get they'll say like oh xanax yeah or benzos benzos yeah um and that is not the most effective way no to treat anxiety. no in fact it often makes it worse so a benzo is like a band-aid you know it can make you feel better acutely but then the truth is is that it can actually make it worse and right. that's what people don't realize because you take a xanax it makes you feel better but then what can happen is it can ca cause rebound anxiety Meaning that when it wears off, you may end up more anxious than you were prior to taking it. Wow. And let me let me backtrack a little bit because I don't want to sound like I'm just purely a medicine man. I mean, there's lots of therapies that are extremely helpful for anxiety. Cognitive behavioral therapy is probably the best. Um, and so it's usually a combination that can be the most helpful. And, and there's exposure therapy and there's there's EMDR. There's all kinds of different things. Right. Um, Tapping. EFT. EFT. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I know about something you don't know about. Oh yeah, we're going to talk about it once I stop recording. But also, don't look at me like that. I swear to God, EFT is It just sounds is a like it's thing. an old Michael Jackson song or something. <laughs> the other thing is you as someone who quote unquote sits, uh -huh. meditation can yeah. help with anxiety, but not clinical anxiety. Well, medica or meditation is really helpful with anxiety. So you heard it here, meditation plus medication 
But now, what's EFT though? You're gonna leave it's a cliffhanger for your listeners emotional, and me. I okay. I don't want to be wrong, even though I am all the time. And you're making me doubt myself because I feel like if it was a real thing, you would know. But I think it's emotional freedom technique, and I think it has to do with. It's gonna sound not legit to you, like tapping. Well, okay, I mean, we, we gotta, gotta look this up. We a gotta look this more. up, you guys. Yeah. You don't need to be around while we fight. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much, Josh. That was so fascinating. Thanks, you guys, for listening. And I just want to sign off by saying we all have darkness and we can all share our light. So go out there and hustle, Light Hustler. I'll see you next time. Mm